person that you're looking for is pretty much the person that's been in you this whole time. Right? I mean, it sounds simple, but what you're looking for ain't nowhere else but inside of you. Um, and it's it's like you heard this so much that sometimes it goes over your head, right? You're like, yeah, right. You're right. I mean, all I have in me is chaos. Sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah, right. All I have in me is anxiety. Sometimes you're like, yeah, right. All I have in me is this or that. And we forget that who we are. We, we start to think we associate ourselves so much with what we think we have in us that we forget what we really have in us. You get what I'm saying? This rising, I want to talk to you about how everything that you're looking for is you. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Hello there, powerful beings. Let me ask you a question. Are you rising up in a frenzy, tired, sluggish, and your days are just a blur? You're not sure what's going on. You don't have the energy. You don't have the vitality. You don't even know how you're even going through these days. Listen, I know the struggle. That's why I created this Zoom meeting, aka mini retreat in your house called Rise and Prime. Rise and Prime is one of the best ways to start your day with a rising routine that includes mindful movement, personal development, mental health check-in, and powerful affirmations. So it's basically like taking a spiritual shower every single day you rise up. All you gotta do is click the link in the description or simply go to Rise and Prime and you'll be able to see how it's spelled out below. You don't wanna miss this. You wanna join a community of wellness seekers and entrepreneurs who are healing through holistic health practices such as medical qigong, such as breathing and affirmations and learning how to take a holistic paradigm to life. So once again, this class is every single day at 7 a.m. Eastern on Zoom, but you can join for free on Monday and Friday. All you have to do is very easy. Just click the link below, click join Rise and Prime, and you'll be able to tap in. I'll see you on Monday or Friday. All right, don't miss out. I'm gonna be there live in action with you. And if you wanna do the work, if you wanna meet me, if you wanna actually do the work, come through Monday and Friday, click the link below and join us. Peace. The way we experience life is based on perception. Um, Perception meaning how we perceive things to be. So it's not necessarily what is, what is right, what is just, it's what we see is what we perceive which means at the end of the day you might right now everything might be okay but if you perceive 
that everything is not okay, um, that's kind of what you will see. There is a concept of whatever you focus on persists or whatever you resist persists. There's also a concept of not just whatever you resist persists, whatever you speak of, you attract, right? So instead of attracting what does not serve you, the best way to attract what does is to understand that stop running away from you. Um, a lot of people are ultimately running away from themselves. Okay? And I'm going to speak more on that. What it means. Running away from yourself. Running away from yourself is seeing you as the problem rather than seeing you as a solution. So it's a constant seat of escaping you, but here's the thing. You can't escape you. So it never really works because you're always trying to escape somebody you can't escape. And you're always blaming somebody who's the power to change is in them. So this causes havoc and chaos. When, when we're blaming the very person that's supposed to free us. And that's us. Your freedom is not on the other side of a relationship. Your freedom is on the other side of a relationship with yourself. Your freedom is on the other side of relating to you. Your freedom is on the other side of understanding that it's not how other people perceive you. It's not what is around you, but it's how you perceive what you can do. I want to repeat that. It's not how other people perceive you. It's not what you see around you, but it's how you perceive how you can be and what you can do. And when you get to that point, it does. It has a different effect on you. While some people look outside and they say, man, this is how it is outside. So this is how I have to be inside. Some other people says, man, this is how it is outside. Regardless of this outside thing, I within myself can be completely different. It's a different mentality. It's a different mindset. And that brings about the solution more than the issue. When you realize that you are the solution to the problems that you've been facing, then you step in your power. But if you keep saying, I'm the problem, I'm the problem, I'm the problem, you don't even have time to find the solution. Because you're blaming yourself so much. Here's the thing. Shame is one of the lowest energies, one of the lowest frequencies shame so imagine if you coupled shaming yourself all the time with blame you blame yourself for this and you shame yourself for that i blame myself for this i shame myself for that i never even have the chance to give myself the space to be empowered so one of the major things you could do is stop being so hard on you somebody says what do i mean guilt ain't a bad thing to feel guilty about doing something you, sh you think you shouldn't have done ain't a bad thing. But to remain in that guilt is to form your own dagger saying that it's going to save you. Right? Why cut off, why cut off your confidence with a guilt knife? The guilt knife sometimes dissects so you can fix, fix your character. But it's not for you to cut yourself with it. It is a tool of seeing. Not a tool of constant recreating. The difference is, I see myself in the mirror of guilt. 
But I don't look at that mirror and see myself as guilt or as guilty. Because if you make yourself guilty, you will not escape from the mental prison of shame. And the only way out of it is to let guilt communicate to you and let that be what causes you to act. So a lot of people, the reason why they don't act is because there's so much guilt. And guilt sometimes can disable you. Now somebody want to know, how do I let go of this? Well, when you feel guilty, what do you normally think about? You think about God, right? You think about the Creator. You think about forgiveness. This is it. I mean, it's all in the same book that you read. It's there. <laughs> With forgiveness. Now, forgive is not something you just... Out of 10 air, everything is okay. Forgive is something you give forth. So forgiving yourself is... I'm going to give myself enough space, but I'm also going to give forth... So moving forward, not only am I giving myself space, but moving forward, I'm going to literally construct a new phase. Okay? So guilt does not serve us when we use it as a stick to beat ourselves up in the head. It just does not. In fact, it hurts us a lot. So somebody says, okay, the tool of guilt is not bad. No. Whatever is making you feel super, super guilty... If you can look at it and say, this is not me, this is actually a benefit, not a detriment. This is my character saying, oh, I'm better than this. Then you don't go into shame. You let this communicate to you that, hey, I have morals. I have standards. And I didn't write. I didn't do right by those morals and standards. And as a result of that guilt, it should empower you to now be better. So somebody says, I've been feeling guilty about this for the last six months. It's become chronic, Ed. I've been feeling guilty about this for the last 12 months. It's starting to become kind of toxic. So if your guilt is becoming toxic, this means that you are letting it build up toxins in your body. So this guilt is being literally, in you, it's literally being molded within you. And now it's, be, it's molding inside of you. You know what I mean? It's rotting you from inside out. Sometimes that's exactly what happens. It's, it's almost like we can't even get ourselves to do anything with that. So somebody said, okay, where do I start? Remember what I said from the beginning. The solution that you've been searching for is you. You are not the problem. You are the solution. A lot of people reside in the side of guilt and shame that they start to believe, honestly, that I'm a problem. Once you start to believe you're a problem, let me tell you, you lying. All right? This is what you got to say. Man, you lying. Stop lying. Okay? You got to say that to yourself. The moment you say you're the problem, you're identifying as it. When you say, oh, I see a pattern in my life. And you know what? I'm making a determined effort to change this pattern. This pattern is a problem in my life. And I'm going to stop this pattern now and forever. You're attacking the problem. You're not attacking yourself. What most people do is they put themselves as the problem subconsciously. And they subconsciously attack themselves all day. But then you know life never stops attacking you. Life always got something for you. Once you think you're good, life got something else. You think you're good, life got something else. 
Which means life is already going to throw obstacles your way. Life going to throw punches already. The school of hard knocks is going to be there. So why are you doing it too? What convinced you that you deserve to get beat up? And a lot of times, this is what we're doing. We're playing a game. And this game can be played for a while. We beat ourselves emotionally. We beat ourselves mentally or ourselves physically. And we beat ourselves up with our decisions. And what I mean by that is simple. You, just by saying this, I'm a problem, I'm a problem, look at me, I'm, I'm. It's a beat up. Every moment you spend thinking how you're the problem is a moment you rob from being the solution. Somebody told me, what about this matrix thing, man? This is, this matrix thing is just, it's just weird. This matrix thing, I don't know, why do we have to go through all this suffering? Like, why can't people just be good? Like, why people, why we got to go through all this? Why are we playing this game for? Like, why, why is God playing with us like this? Why didn't he make everything perfect? And I was like, well, and, and it's perfection. Like, all it can be. However, he gave everybody free will. And with that creation power, they had access to both sides of the energies that's available. And not just both sides, all facets of it. So, God, in his infinite wisdom, understood the power of free will. So, with the free will, he did not say you're going to be happy and joyous all the time. He said, through your will, you can free your happiness. Through your will, you can free whatever you want out of you. You can create stuff here. Through whatever will, as your will be, so it shall be. So, somebody says, well, how can my will be free? If it seems like everybody else's wills is affecting my life because they're not they're not willing to show up. They're not willing to do this or they're doing bad things or they did this or they did that. The solution is you. So once you focus on they as the problem, it's hard to focus on you as a solution. The, the thing is, they're going to be how they're going to be because they have free will. You can't control that. And because of the forces that be, sometimes these free wills are not on your side. As soon as we can accept it. Acceptance is not I'm okay with it. Acceptance is this is it and I'm okay regardless of it. That's acceptance. It's not, yo, I'm okay with this. This should be the norm. You know what I'm saying? Like some stuff are so grotesque. They should not be. I'm not accepting it as a trend. It's not necessarily you're accepting it as something that should be in your life. But you're saying this happened. But if I don't accept this happened, this is going to be how I happened. So knowing that I do not want to happen like this over and over all my life. A lot of times we never accept things. So we never even get to forgive those things or whatever and those things get housed in us and while we think we are standing up for ourselves by making our story the primary focus in our lives and saying what they did and how their wills was not all of that all it does is it takes away from your presence and you being here right now transforming everything as you speak and here's the thing suffering somebody says man I'm suffering yo all of the time 
And I say, well, yeah, you're in pain all of the time. You are in pain. That is almost like pain is inevitable. It comes. But you're suffering. You're not suffering the thing. You're suffering you. And because you're suffering you, you can't escape you as the suffering of you. You get what I'm saying? So somebody says, I'm suffering. I'm suffering this trauma. I'm suffering this past thing. You think you're suffering it. But what you're really suffering is your mind. Now somebody said, what do you mean? Let me ask you a question. Did you ever travel back in time using time travel and go back to that? Or did you use your mind to time travel in this realm? You used your mind to time travel. Somebody says, well, wait, what do you mean I time travel? Well, you, you, you brought enough images of a certain time and era. And all you saw was those images. And you felt the emotion from that image. And not only did you feel it, you literally experienced it in the present moment. So let me ask you a question. Did you not travel in time? <laughs> well, surely you did, my friend. You did. You traveled in time. Because why you think you're living in this time right now, you're living somewhere there. Now somebody says, well, this is my life. Somebody says, well, this is my story. Somebody says, well, this happened to me. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to hold on on this that happened? Or do you want to grab onto that that can't happen? I'm telling you. Do you want to hold on on that old story that happened? When somebody says, well, I got to do the inner child work. Well, guess what? Guess what you're doing all these things for? It's not to hold it. It's to release it. Once the practice becomes a form of like you are literally putting your pain on a pedestal and you worship it. That's when it keeps perpetuating in your life and it becomes suffering. But once you put your pain on a, on a, on a, on a higher plane so you can really see it. So lights can hit all around it. Eventually that pain disintegrates. And we want to get into the point where we put our pain in the light enough that we're able to see the truth of it and we're able to paint pleasure. Because that is possible right now. Somebody want to know, Ed, I want to know how to paint pleasure. You telling me how to, how you, how you know this. Okay, well, I'm not going to tell you how I know it. I'm going to tell you how I experienced this in my own life, painting pleasure. Painting pleasure is the same as painting pain. You losing me, Ed. What you mean painting pleasure is the same thing as painting pain? Both of which, it takes a stroke. Somebody want to know, what is that? Well, you know how you paint? You got to stroke one time, stroke twice, and you have enough focus, intention, and will. Remember I said we have free will? But based on what we focus on and our intentions is what kind of lead whether we get heaven or hell. So let's stay there. You're like, okay, how do I do it? Painting stroke by stroke. The same way you painted the pain, a little thought of what happened in pain. A little thought of what happened before pain. A little thought of, oh, they might be perceiving me. A perception that's not necessarily true pain. It takes only a stroke of thought to create pain in you. 
It only takes a stroke of breath to create pleasure. <laughs> no thought is needed. <laughs> you see, that is the truth. Somebody want to know why? What do I mean by that? Sometimes it takes 20 strokes of paint to experience pain. You just think it, you, you, th you thought about something so much that you, now you just pain to suffering. But sometimes it takes one stroke of appreciation and you let go of all the frustration. <laughs> one stroke. You look up and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm alive. Gratitude and everything shifts. So the same way you created pain in you, you can create pleasure. Somebody want to know like what? What? Okay. Habits. By the way, if you untap it, share this video to five friends. Got me done. I haven't done my podcast in a while, but as I as I tell you, this is just me being a a, a vessel. So anyway, if you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hello there, powerful beings. Let me ask you a question. Are you rising up in a frenzy, tired, sluggish, and your days are just a blur? You're not sure what's going on. You don't have the energy. You don't have the vitality. You don't even know how you're even going through these days. Listen, I know the struggle. That's why I created this Zoom meeting, a.k.a. mini retreat in your house called Rise and Prime. Rise and Prime is one of the best ways to start your day with a rising routine that includes mindful movement, personal development, mental health check-in, and powerful affirmations. So it's basically like taking a spiritual shower every single day you rise up. All you got to do is click the link in the description or simply go to Rise and Prime and you'll be able to see how it's spelled out below. You don't want to miss this. You want to join a community of wellness seekers and entrepreneurs who are healing through holistic health practices such as medical Qigong, such as breathing and affirmations and learning how to take a holistic paradigm to life so once again this class is every single day at 7 a.m eastern on zoom but you can join for free on monday and friday all you have to do is very easy just click the link below click join rise and prime and you'll be able to tap in i'll see you on monday or friday all right don't miss out i'm gonna be there live in action with you and if you want to do the work if you want to meet me if you want to actually do the work come through Monday and Friday. Click the link below and join us. Peace. The same strokes effort that it takes. It's the same amount of effort. You just have to change your focus and your intention. Somebody want to know. All right, Ed, you're talking a lot. I like it, but I want to know how I switch my focus and intention. Well, it goes like this. You sit down, you take a deep breath. Sense what's happening in you. Sense the energies that's within you that is all over the place and accept it. Don't try to, oh, I shouldn't be like this. Why are you always, why are you sometimes, why are you never? Don't do that, all right? 
We do you do that too much. I do that, you do that, we do that, we do do that. We shitting all over ourselves. <laughs> okay. Okay, back to it. What I'm saying is why you sometimes why you always why you never all it does is it hits you in the head with a bunch of whys. And now you're not becoming any wiser. <laughs> Cause why does not why is not always the answer? A lot of people say, well, why this happened? Well, I want to know why does God, why is God like this? Why is not the answer? Why is a rabbit hole to a whole possible explanation? Why? If you're thinking and you're thinking too much, asking why in that state of mind, sometimes ain't going to help you. Okay, I'm gonna tell you straight up, cause you gonna get, you gonna uncover too much. Now, somebody wanna know, like, man, should I not reflect to see why did this happen, to see the pattern? Well, let me see. You're stuck in a pattern, and you're trying to leave it. Asking yourself, why, 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 why? It doesn't do much, but gets you more in the pattern. But if you say like, yo, why not? <laughs> like, wait, instead of saying, why is my life horrible? Why is my life this? Why is my life that? Why is everything so horrible? Yo, why not me? Like, what, why not me? Why not? Like, why not me to be able to experience this joy? Why not me to be able to out here being gardening and being my peace why not me to be able to healthy like why not now this says there's nothing that limits me from what every other creative being have and you ask yourself another more empowering question why not now so while most people stuck in the why's trying to put a definition on why this happened or, or why is it like this or why am I like that Ask yourself, why not be how you want to be? The solution is you. The problem you look, the solution is you. The solution you're seeking for is in you. So you say, why not now? Why can't I just at this moment, why not now to decide that I'm going to respond differently? Why not now decide that I'm going to forgive and accept and let go? Why not now? You're like, oh, snap. You mean, first of all, there's nothing wrong with me. I can do it. Okay. Second of all, there's nothing wrong with me right now. I can do it and I can do it in this season. Oh. And then somebody says, whoa. That's a difference. It's a different mentality. Empowering. Once your, mo once your life changes, your life changes the moment you know that there is a change possible for your life. The, like, I'm telling you, the moment your story shifts, your life shifts. The moment the story shifts, your life shifts. Somebody says, well, the shit is the... <laughs> well, guess what? It's going to take some time for that to clear up, okay? <laughs> you know, just because you shift don't mean the shit all goes away. But somebody said, yo, I'm trying to run away from all of that. Well, guess what? Sometimes in life, for you to appreciate the smell of the roses, you got to smell some shit, okay? I'm just letting you know. That's how it be sometimes. Somebody says, why can't the creator just allow us to... 
Guess what? He did. But the thing is, we start taking it for granted. Okay? So, got to get out your own way. I love that. Why not be what we want to be? By the way, I shared this video to five friends. Yo. But here's something that changed my life forever. I'm going to give you a little personal story. I used to feel so guilty about not calling my mom. Now, as you guys can see my Instagram, I love my mother to death. Okay? I love my mother to infinite life. Let's say it that way. But I had an internal conflict of guilt. Every time I tried to call her, I just thought about the times I didn't call her. And I would say, why am I like this? I'm such a horrible person. You're a horrible son, Ed. I'm telling you. It used to eat me up inside. Like, I feel like sugar, honey, iced tea. I'm like, bro, what's wrong with you? Just call your mom. I was like, damn, I didn't call her last week. Or I didn't call her yesterday. I was like, damn, I didn't call her the day before. I was like, damn, when I call her, she's going to be like, what the? Why you never called me? Where you was at? What the fuck you was doing? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. I was just, uh, man, forgive me because I didn't know what I was doing. But basically, I kept feeling in shame. The, the same shame that's keeping you in the loop of shame, the moment you say, hey, I'm okay, I, I forgive you, you act, you let it go that fast. Listen, it, sometimes it only takes one admission of your shame to transform your life. You just got to admit it. So I, I, I admitted to my mother. I was like, Ma, I feel shameful for not calling you. I am sorry. I'm look. I'm trying to, I'm going to do better. Next time I call you, please, uh, don't say how I didn't call you so I can keep calling you. I had to work like, I literally had to work like that. Somebody says, yo, that's kind of deep. Like, yo, that's, you have that, you had that type of problem. Like, but I don't know what was wrong with me, but I thought there was something wrong with me. It wasn't the real, it wasn't until I realized I am the solution that I started to feel better. I had way more ability to transform my life when I thought I was the complete problem. And I didn't realize that I was perpetuating a trauma from the past. When I thought that this was just, I'm just a horrible person. I didn't realize that I was repeating the same things that happened to me as a kid. I was doing the same separation that happened to me as a youth here as an adult subconsciously, not because of hate, but because I was a kid inside of me just needed love. And I didn't know how to, to do that. So once I'm able to have that clarity, this is way more compassion for somebody than, man, you're a horrible person. Look at you. That's how we talk to ourselves a lot. So here's the thing. I can tell you what I read or I can tell you what I lived. And what I lived was I live looking at myself, knowing my heart, and then seeing the gap. And I'm like, oh, I, I look at it. I'm like, oh, this is what you're doing? And then I think to myself, oh, Ed, I remember who you are. I want, I, I, like, if I was here, if I was in your head all the time... I'd say this to you all of the time, okay? So, um, you know, I guess the girl, I, the girl I'm with would be able to get the benefits. Because <laughs> I could always remember. I could always remind her. However, I could do that for myself. You have to do that for yourself. To remind yourself who you are. That's when that voice in your head starts talking this, all this dumb, dumb stuff. Oh, you, 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 you like this, you like that, you look at you, you never be this, you never be that, you're just like, why you always, why you sometimes, why you never? 
You have to remember who you are. And you got to look at yourself in the eye sometimes. Like, you know, look at yourself. Like, you look at yourself in the eye and you're like, oh, you, first of all, you got to look at just, you got to look at yourself. You're like, first of all, you, you have to first say, listen, Ed, you are not this. You are not this situation. You are not this feeling. You are not even this behavior. Man, you are a powerful spirit and you can transcend every single experience that happened right now. No matter what you went through right now, you can transcend it. Being able to do that, look at yourself dead in the eye and remind you who you are even when you find yourself in a stage where you don't even recognize you. Like, I've looked at myself before and I know who I am. And I'm like, bro, I don't recognize who this is. And at this point, you're like, bro, who, what am I looking at? That could go, make you go. Imagine you look in the mirror. You see your face, but you don't see your face. You're like, what the fuck? And sometimes you look at your mirror, you like see a reflection. It scares you. And you're like, oh, my goodness. I don't know who that is. Once you see that, man, you got to dig deep. You got to remind yourself who you are and don't make the mind the same again by reminding who you used to be who you used to be is what you've associated with so far how you used to think who you used to be who you are has nothing to do with necessarily your past who you are does not have anything to do with your experience in fact who you are has nothing to do with what you've acquired at the basis of it who you are does not even have to do with your own name who you are is not even the gender. Somebody says, man, you keep telling me who I am. Who the hell are you? How you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> who you are, my friend, is way more powerful than who you think yourself to be. And that certainty just makes me, even in my pain, just laugh. Because I just know. I just, it's not like I'm, it's ego. It's, it's fact, it's the opposite of it. It's knowing that I'm everything and nothing at the same time and knowing that I have touched with everything and that no matter what is right now in my life, what was then, what is here, I am that I am. That realization is not conceptualized. It is something you have to experience. Remember who you are, a powerful sentient being. Like, yo, a God of a representation of God, an ambassador, like literally an ambassador for the universe. Somebody want to know, well, man, it's a big universe, Ed. Well, guess what? If it's a big universe, it needs multiple faces. Okay? So that's why, you know, you have to put the universe in different, like you see it in all creatures. It's in all animals. It's in all plants. The same essence of here is you. So, the question to answer, remember who you are, is not for an identity. It's for a disidentification with the situation, with the circumstance, and even your action. You know? And once you're able to do that, you're able to... Like, th like that. Like, it's good. Life is, at the end of the day, 
What am I missing? I really, I really want to ask you right now, what you missing? Like, what are you you're not missing? What you're missing is you. Somebody, man, what are you talking about? Listen, there, we, what we think is us is not really us. It's an image. And, you know, what I want to do for the rest of my life, and I, I like, I've been thinking about it. I was like, yo, I don't want to wear no mask. I don't want to wear one. I'm not talking about COVID mask. I don't want to wear a mask at all, ever again. I want to just take my mask off. I don't want to be. And I want to be that beautiful being. I, even if people look at me like, well, that guy's kind of weird. Well, I need to get people out. I just, I want to be. And guess what? I'm just going to be who the fuck I am regardless. Like somebody says, well, you get hurt. Somebody use you. Well, so it be it. If that's the pain of being myself, I understand that's more powerful. I could transcend any any hurt. If loving is being myself, is being compassionate, is being if being truthful, if being like this is me, by all means, I'll take responsibility for that. But I will not, I repeat, keep perpetuating the cycle of a facade. Cause it does not do anything. Cause at the end of the day, I don't want to hurt nobody. I don't want to hate nobody. I want to love everybody. Every living thing. I don't know why. But I don't ask myself why. Because it's just too much why's out there. I ask myself why not. And that's how I choose to live my life. I mean I'm 26 years old. Even if I live on another 6. Even if I live another 8. I want to make sure. That my path here. I was here. Me. My face as you see it. And just be that. Because who I am is beautiful. What they perceive of me might be ugly. But shit, that's them. That's their reflection, not me. That's your problem. Okay? You know what I'm saying? You know, thank God he blessed me both ways. He made me handsome inside and out. And he gave me those nice cheekbones. So, you know, my kids going to be looking right. Symmetrical. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Somebody say, okay, whatever. But hey, it's me. And if I'm going to wear this face, wear this smile, I might as well take it. So that is what I choose. That's how I choose to live my life. The reason why I choose to live my life this way, what else is there to do? <laughs> Ain't nothing else um, but to live like this. In its essence, everything is meaningless. Now what Solomon says, but to love. I guess I've been wearing green so much is because I've been really stepping into the enlightenment. And I realized like, yo, it's love. And sometimes we can't love because we're not, it's not that we can't love. We're not being, we're not loving because our idea of love was on a basis of a pseudo love. And now we find ourselves subconsciously perpetuating the cycle of the pseudo-love. And even when we try to love the hardest, we find ourselves not even being loving. We find ourselves doing the opposite. Because what we're perpetuating is a love that we thought was love was never love. So to shed all of that and understand that love is patient, love is kind, 
Love is understanding That love is forgiving Once you embody that You would embody the person That could go through all storms All obstacles And triumphs come out right on top You just have to be the love that you are So remember who you are Divine light Divine love A beautiful human being So That's my message y'all And I'm sticking to it Appreciate y'all for tapping in Once again this is Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation Podcast As you all know I got this podcast every day Tapping in And lately Let the past be the past From moving forward Tap in every day 10am on the rising And I'll be here You can come in and you can just Grow with me Okay And if you want to subscribe to the podcast Once again I, I guess I could comment it But go to Ed Ed Talks With an S Daily dot com And you'll be able to subscribe And listen to these episodes Alright So once again Peace and love I love you I appreciate you And from my heart Out to yours Keep being beautiful Remember who you are Peace and love I want to remind you That you have unlimited power within you To achieve whatever it is that you want And to construct the person you want to be But first you must believe it In order to achieve it And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.